be aware of whatever you're aware of now. The instructions we've offered over the course of this retreat are very simple. Be aware of your body sitting here and breathing. Or if you're using sound, hearing as your anchor, be aware of your body hearing. And when the devotion to our primary focus, mindful of the body breathing or the body hearing, becomes stable, then you allow the field the space of of meditation to open and include the vedna of each moment without having to go looking for it. Simply becoming aware of it as it reveals itself when an experience is pleasant or unpleasant. or neither pleasant nor unpleasant, neutral. And you don't have to think your way to Vedana. You feel it, generally pleasant feels good. Unpleasant doesn't feel good. And neutral feels neutral. It starts, Vedna starts to be woven into our awareness of the present moment experience. And as we continue to open the space of awareness to include the chitta, the heart-mind, thoughts, feelings, all the sensations of body and mind, we're simply aware of what's 
in the foreground of awareness. And in this very relaxed way, we're not trying to fix, solve, change anything. We're simply learning to rest in awareness and knowing. So we may know the hindrances that were spoken about, or we may know the different qualities of love that may appear. Love, liking, appreciating, enjoying, kindness, and balance. The balance of grandmotherly, grandpersonly love. And of course, we may become aware of how as we practice, things let go of us. The cathexis, the clinging, the attachment that we find ourselves ensnarled in at times starts to relax, open, release, And we may be aware of the sukha, of the sure heart's release, the freedom that letting go displays here in the indeterminacy of reality that's alive moment by moment by moment. And as we open, relax to this spacious, relaxed, loving awareness, we don't have to do much. Simply be and let the awareness know itself. Let the awareness know whatever arises in awareness. So wherever you are, whatever's in the foreground of your practice, trust yourself. Let the guidance come from your heart without any judgment, whether you're aware of Vedna or the body breathing and hearing, or if you're aware of the chitta of the heart-mind, or you're aware of the dharma 
of whether it's hindrances or awakening. Full permission just to be exactly where you are, moment by moment by moment.
We have a few minutes for any questions or comments about the instructions, the talk, practice here today. This is my first insight retreat, and I've been really appreciating the theme. I'm curious as to what other themes were in the running, because I can't. (laughs) It's really hard to imagine being more fruitful than this, at least personally for me. Uh, I don't think there were a lot of other themes in the running. Um, but sometimes, like we might, one theme that we might do is well, we might really do the Satipatthana Sutta in detail, piece by piece. So we, maybe we would do a day on, on breath, and then a day on posture, and then a day on the elements, and a day on all movement, and a day on Maranasati, mindfulness of death. And that's just the first foundation. So those kind of themes sometimes are used. And, and sometimes the theme of um, doing the uh, Brahma Viharas, we, we've even talked about that because we've enjoyed it so much, we thought, oh, we should do a Brahma Vihara retreat. And it's all good. Does that clarify? I'm wondering about um, oh, pointed dis- very close. Yeah, there oh, you go. like that. Yeah. The um, distinction between attention and awareness. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious about that because it feels like my attention is something I'm directing. Yes. But I'm sort of going into a field of awareness. Yes. But I'm kind of assuming that at some point they become one and the same thing. Sounds good. <laughs> so I just wondered if you, you know, had any comments about that. I, I, sure. I mean, but but what you're saying sounds really accurate, and uh, I guess I think of um, attention as a focused awareness, and so awareness is here, and then we have some agency to focus it on the breath or the body or sounds or smells or tastes or touch. And, uh, and so that's, that's how we're using our attention. I want to pay attention to when we're walking, we're focusing our awareness. We're still aware, but we might be focused on the lifting, moving, placing of one leg, right? And then the other leg. Yeah, thanks. Good. 
um, here. This gentleman. I have a question about um, engaging with teachers. Um, I've been practicing a very long time and I have not really engaged with my teachers. Um, one of my issues is I sort of have to figure everything out before I talk to anyone mm -hmm. and uh, can't ask questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's come up in every, you know, every retreat from time immemorial. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm at a place now where I want to be more vulnerable in that way and, and start asking questions. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess my question is how, um, you know, is it appropriate to ask, you know, questions after a retreat of, of, of uh, teachers you've been with, and how do you do that? Um, how much is too much? Okay. Um, well, first of all, since you're, you're speaking about something that's alive for you, um, is there any question you'd like to ask me that you haven't asked the teacher or that you would like to ask me no matter what it is? like the, the hardest question or the most personal question you want to ask that you said makes you feel vulnerable, that's okay. Is there anything you would like to actually ask right now? Um, well, the, the, um, the thing that was making me feel the most vulnerable was just what I asked at that point. Mm -hmm. point and then you know all through the retreat there's been I've been uh, anticipating uh, you know my interviews mm -hmm. and there's always a question and then I, I, I uh, experience that over time the question changes and that's been a really mm -hmm. wonderful realization that I uh, right that you know, each moment there'll be a new question. Right, but you're also saying something really beautiful, that if we live with the question, we start to live with the answer. It starts to change or refine and, and show itself. And that's a very important part of the investigative quality of, of sati, that really we, the being present, even with the question, will start to reveal more of what's the nuances or the preciseness of the question and the, and the answer can start to reveal itself. So that's a very skillful um, understanding to come to. And, and okay, if you want to ask your most vulnerable question is how do I ask teachers questions later? Ask me later. No, I'm, I'm kidding, Yolo. Uh, 
No, it just means you just want to find a way to get in touch with the teacher and make contact with them. And everybody's available. And, you know, in some way or another, it doesn't mean they're all, everybody's available every moment, but we're available. We're, you know, it's part of our job and, uh, or our role. And, and it's, and the more, at least for me, the more relationship I have with people, the more that just happens as part of the relationship. So for people at San Francisco Insight, you know, I know them. For people who are on the board of San Francisco and Insight, I know them even more. People who volunteer, I know them more. There's more relationship. And so it's just very, just becomes part of the field of the teacher-student relationship. So you're going to hand out your phone number? Uh, I, I would, but I don't know if I can remember the right phone number to hand you. <laughs> Meaning, no, but it means you can always contact me through Spirit Rock or through SF Insight, San Francisco Insight. Thank you. Sure. And And I would encourage you to do it. It's helpful to have a relationship with the teacher. And teachers are are adults. They will they will offer what they can, and then you know you're an adult and you'll you'll work with whatever is available. You. Hi. Good morning. Thank if, you. If you could stand, and I could yeah, of see you a little better. Great. Thanks. Oh. Go um. go slowly. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on a meditation retreat. <laughs> I think following up a little oh, bit. Put the mic. Yeah. Oh, yeah thank like you. Right up there. Okay. Following up on that. Um, is there like a database? So I live in Mexico City, which is not exactly Buddhist central. Uh-huh. Is there like a database or resources that we can access when we're not um, in a city that maybe has an inside center? A database for Buddhism? Or for classes, online sangha? I don't, I don't, I have no idea. Sure. Like whatever um, helps. There's a really uh, helpful part of the Dharma called Google. And really, you just go on and Google a class on video, sitting group on video, teaching on, on you know, on Google, and see what comes up, because a lot will come up. And, you know, people, some people who are even here, I know from being online at SF Insight for the last four years, and they don't live in San Francisco, you know, they live in Colorado, and... And um, and I've gotten to know them over the years, and it's it's a one way to to keep supporting your practice, and you want to do that. That's helpful. And there's just uh, uh, there's so much on on Google that's available. It's you know mostly good. Pardon. 
there's an inside group in Mexico City. Okay. Any other last burning question that anybody would like to ask? Here we go. <laughs> Burning's often helpful. Remember, I believe Devin was talking about the fire. Yeah, it's following up a little bit on those two questions. I'm, I have been practicing here at Spirit Rock for years now, but now I'm getting interested in the different traditions you were mentioning during the retreat too, like Zen, Theravada, Mahayana. Is uh, there Spirit Rock is Theravada. Okay, okay. but... If I, I just would like to have now a kind of more overview of the history. Is there some books or not Google because there's too much for me. <laughs> um, I would like to have like one or two resources. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, from, from our tradition, One Dharma by Joseph Goldstein. That's a good book. And also, I'm thinking of Thich Nhat Hanh, White Clouds. What's it called? White, Old Path, Old Path White Clouds. And um, anybody else have a good book? Any Pema Chodron. Um, you know, and anything, you, you wherever you dive into with any any of the other traditions, it'll start to reveal the panoply of that of that flower that is everywhere of that tradition. There's so much in in each of them. So anywhere you touch will start to tell you more. But also, and I don't mean to keep putting you online, but but um, just to go to Wikipedia and Buddhism, you'll see that there are different the different kinds or the different traditions of Buddhism, whether it be uh, Theravada or, or Mahayana or Vajrayana or Pure Land, and, and they're, all, they're all good. And so you can get a bigger picture. Okay, I think, I think we're good enough, unless there's one more burning question. Was that a hand up or are you just scratching your head? Yeah, okay. Okay, a couple announcements before we continue. Um, this afternoon, Thursday afternoon, in case you didn't know the day. Oh, it's this afternoon. No, no. Oh, it's... <laughs> I don't know the day. It was a note, and it looked like Thursday. I thought, oh, Thursday afternoon. <laughs> it could be Thursday afternoon. Very similar days, aren't they? <laughs> okay. Um, same schedule as, as usual for most of the day. There will be the last affinity group today. And then at, uh, and at 3 o'clock will be the last movement with Hakim. 3.45, everybody attend. 
please, everybody be here at 345. There'll be um, uh, a little bit of some of the ending or closing announcements that you need to hear, and also some practice we're going to do uh, as part of that. And, um, and you don't need to think about it ahead of time because we've thought about it. And so you can just actually um, give, yourself the, give yourself a gift and just stay here in this moment because it's a blessing to be here and it will probably change at some point. Sure. Yeah, I just, I'm wanting to say something about that. Um, and maybe you're feeling this in the room that we've been cultivating, we've been working with energy. We're working with the energy in the body. We're working with energy in the heart, in the chitta. And there's a collective momentum that we've built over all these days. And as we come to this day, that is the last full day, you might feel the bigness of that. We all have different responses to it. I can say for me this morning, I woke up and I'm like, oh, I so much to do. There's so much I'm going, there's all this planning and all this kind of like da, 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 movement. And others of you might feel intense, intensity. In other ways, you might feel a lot of anxiety. You might feel a lot of resistance to what's happening today. You might feel checked out. So just wanting to give you a lot of permission to feel the bigness of the energy. It might feel different than usual the anticipation of change coming. And to, like Eugene's saying, to really give yourself the ease of being here, slowing down, attending, accompanying yourself with that bigness. You're not going crazy. You're just feeling the bigness of what we've been doing here. And that you'll be able to make that transition. We're going to set you up so that you have this smooth as much as possible a smooth integration into what we've been doing. The energy can move, but just to hold it, to know this is normal and this is part of it and uh, to give yourself a lot of grace today. Okay. I would just add it, I would say it slightly differently. There's nothing big happening. Yeah. We're just, it's, it's just this moment actually and you just be aware that your mind may think about some things, or you may feel some energy, or you may have some emotions about what's happening sometime in the future. But right now you're just here and you can actually stay here. And it's really interesting to let go of the future and let go of the past and just land here. So have a lovely day of practice, beautiful day to just be here. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.